0: Australia's premier user experience design conference. This is UX Australia 2018. Molly Lafferty is design director at This Also, a product design studio based in New York City and joins us here at UX Australia 2018. Molly, welcome. Thank you. First time in Australia?
1: Yes, it's been awesome.
0: How do you find an Australian audience compared to your home country?
1: Well, you know, they say Americans are friendly, but I actually think Australians have a speed. It's been very warm, very receptive, a lot of fun.
0: Your presentation here at UX 2018 was on television, claiming that television is dead, long live TV. When we look at the history of TV, which I guess in Australia came into the fore in the uh, mid-1950s, did we ever predict that we would be where we are today?
1: In one sense, yes. Um, so when you look back at sort of these retro futuristic visions of the future that were coming out in the 50s and 60s, TV often played a big role in them. And you kind of get to this idea that TV was like the center of the home. It was the center of this command center. Um, fast forward to today, that hasn't quite happened. Um, But I actually think we're getting a little bit closer today. So a lot of what my talk was about was making the argument that there's this ecosystem of technology entering our homes. And it's going to give new life to our TVs and really has the potential to make them a true hub within our home.
0: How has our television viewing changed in recent years?
1: So what you'll hear again and again, and where the title of my talk is from, is that TV is dead. And this is definitely true in one sense of the word. The idea that you come home at 8pm, you sit down, you watch your show, the whole thing throughout, all the commercials, you never want to use your laptop or your phone. That sort of appointment viewing is definitely dead and dying. Um, So while we see kind of live broadcast TV use declining, we see this thing called other TV use actually increasing. It's something that's increasing here in Australia. Um, And this is because we don't just watch our TVs anymore, but we're actually more using them. Um, So we have all these devices from our Apple TVs to our gaming consoles that that plug into our TVs um, so we can watch content whenever we want it, on demand, we can use it for gaming. And I'd argue that also now we have these voice assistants in our home. It's really going to open us to a lot of possibility on what we can use these TVs for.
0: And televisions have returned to being a uh, central piece of furniture in our home whether it's on the wall or in our living room or even on fridges today because technology is allowing um, such devices to to exist and it opens it up to so many opportunities have we reached the limit like technology for tv in 2018 has is there is, is there more to come do you think
1: there's more in how we can be leveraging it for sure so one of the points that i make in the talk is that when you break it down, TV is just another screen. And, and that seems really simple, but it actually opens up a lot of possibility. Um, we can think of TV as a canvas for all of the shared interactions that happen within the home. Um, there's increasingly all this new technology entering the home, the Internet of Things. And a lot of this technology might not have its own screen. It might have a really small screen in another room. Um, and But if we have this perspective that TV is just another screen, we can start leveraging that and really make TV something that can support a lot of our behavior in the home.
0: And as consumers, um, how adaptable can we become? I mean, we've, we've obviously taken to digital television, especially in this country, and the smart TVs have helped us adapt to other uses. But are we, are we keeping up, I guess, with all of that change?
1: I think so. I mean, there's always false starts. Um, so a number of years ago, people, or not people, but actually corporations, were really trying to push home shopping on the TV That just never really worked, right? We never quite get there. Um, But I think it's a lot of trial and error. We just need to test these ideas, put some of these products out there, and then get a sense of, of how people want to be using the TV.
0: Television's also generational. Have you found through these changes that different generations are using these applications differently?
1: definitely. Um, and I think this is actually an area where we need to do a lot more research because something that's interesting is happening is that so we have baby boomers. They're, they're very tech fluent, but they're aging. And just that process is going to change the way that they use technology. At the same time, we have all of these children, these kids and teens who don't know life without these technologies. And they probably use them and, and think about them in the context of their lives in a very different way than we do as the designers. Um, so there's a lot to dig into there and to start understanding.
0: So in terms of designers and the work that's available to designers, what do you foresee over the next few years?
1: Well, I hope that you know, by doing what what I hope by doing this talk and sharing some of these ideas is to just generate some excitement in the space. I started sharing a lot of my experience designing for TV because I just didn't see other designers talking about it or they weren't talking about it in an exciting way. Um, We just get this message, TV is dead, TV is dead. And I think that's caused a lot of discouragement about making any meaningful change within this space. Um, But I think that there's a lot of excitement here. And I think also that companies are starting to see that as well. So Google announced At um, Google I.O. last year, that TV was actually the fastest growing platform for their product, YouTube. Um, It wasn't mobile, it was actually TV. So I think that companies are also starting to pay attention to this space a little bit more.
0: And what about video on demand? What are you seeing there?
1: Um, I mean, that's only increasing. So the sort of time shifted viewing, viewing video on demand. Um, But actually, there's an interesting pushback that's happening too because there are times when people still like live TV. So it's not a one or the other thing. You know, live TV is not totally dead on-demand tv isn't totally king but there needs to be a balance and we can really i think explore through design how we can support both of those
0: although are you finding that because we're overwhelmed by so much choice it's making it ultimately harder for us i mean can we sit down and even before we sit down and turn on the tv know what we want to watch or are we spending half an hour an hour two hours which in my case happens regularly and i still don't know what to watch and by the time i do it's 10 o'clock and i'm off to bed
1: There's a great, uh, The Onion, this uh, American satirical site, has a great clip um, where they announce Netflix's new feature, which is you can pay $5 a month to just browse. You can't stream anything, but just browse the whole catalog, which I thought really hit the nail on the head of a problem that is the core problem of Netflix. Um, And I think that's a really interesting space. There was a great question at the end of my talk about how we can leverage natural language processing in this space. And so as we think about voice assistants entering and we think about the conversations that people have in the home, hey. Hey, what do you want to watch? Oh, I don't feel like this. Like this. Is there something that can happen there where these voice assistants can act like true assistants and and start to help us sort of make those decisions and wade through all of that content?
0: That's a really good point because the technology is available now in the home through Google Home to request a song. Um, Tell us the weather, play us the news. So, if we could adapt that somehow into visual uh, or into television, that may in fact make it easier for people like me <laughs> knowing what I want to watch each night. Right. So, uh, your time in Australia, will you be looking at some of the work that we're or research we're doing here in Australia, um, comparing it to what you're doing overseas?
1: That's one of my favorite parts about doing this talk abroad, is just learning about those similarities and those differences. Um, And I've already had some really interesting conversations with people here after the talk about their own work, people who are researchers, people who are working on the gaming side. Um, So it's been really informative.
0: Well, congratulations on your presentation. Very well received. Enjoy the rest of your time in Australia. And thanks for joining us here at UX Australia 2018.
1: Thank you so much.